Welcome to Eden Speaks. Our prayer for this podcast is that this can be a place of openness, grace, honesty, and connection with our sisters in Christ and any brothers out there who are tuning in. While this podcast is in connection to our women's ministry at Living Word in Oak Harbor, Washington, we welcome everyone that is looking for real Christ-centered conversations. Some of these conversations may be hard and emotional, stirring up parts of us that we would prefer to keep hidden and protected. Ephesians 5.13 says, But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. Let us be that light to one another. Let's take a step outside of our comfort zone. Let's trust Jesus to show us how to give grace and hope to others, and also put us in a posture to receive it as we engage in a journey of growth. Let's speak the truth of God's word. Let's always speak love. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Eden Speaks, a place of hope, encouragement, and grace. I'm Amy. And I'm Shannon. And we are gathering together, Amy and I, after Mm -hmm. our Eden gathering from last week to talk about the message that was shared, which has had a lot of buzz. A lot of people have been talking about it. Um, I feel like it's been referenced a lot. We also started um, Eden Connect groups this week. And in those groups, uh, this topic was brought up lots and lots and lots. Neither Amy or I were there in person, but we had um, a recording of it and got all brought up to speed. Amy, what yes. did you think? Well, Shirley's amazing. Um, yes. She, I like, I love her sweet little voice. Like, as I was listening <laughs> to her, I uh. was like, it's got like this soothing quality to it that I was just like, I feel like I could listen to you tell me a bedtime bedtime story, Shirley, and I would just like drift right <laughs> off to sleep. So, totally. Um, and it was great because I, I obviously it was just a an audio recording, but I know what Shirley looks like, so I could like just get a mental picture of her up there um, doing her thing, which was um, really great. And I was I was really excited to um, get to listen to what she has as a fellow therapist, retired therapist. Um, mm-hmm. So you're not was, retired. Shirley no, is retired. Yes. I am. I am not <laughs> retired. Um, not yet. Too anyway. young for that business. I got, I got some time before that's a thing. Um, so yeah, I'm. I'm excited to type to dig into what she shared and um, just kind of process through that and um, yeah, just talk with you about it, Shan, because I think that there's this is a topic that I feel like is really multi-layered um, mm-hmm. because. It, it kind of, it, it revolves around love and it revolves around boundaries. And um, that's, that's hard. Mm-hmm. That's hard. Yeah. I think it's something that yeah. a lot of us um, struggle with and wrestle with in, and even just many times figuring out how to, um, how to do that, how to set boundaries, period. Um, so yeah, I think that, that there's a, a lot of good, rich information here to yeah. talk about. And challenging. I feel yeah. like there it's challenging on a whole bunch of different levels. Um, I definitely was like, oh yeah, okay. I can see where, you know, maybe I have some protective, me- protective mechanisms in place and do exactly what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like challenging in the sense of like, ooh, I don't, I don't know how that manifests. I don't know how to walk that out. How, how would I walk that out? What does that mm-hmm. look like? And and, you know, are we all, are we all there yet? Like, right. Like there's yeah. kind of processes that we all, yeah. there's such a process that we all go through. And I, I, mean, I don't even know if we've even talked about, uh, did we tell the topic yet? The topic was, 
I know. It's like, oh, I'm like, please just, just dive right in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so first of all, we want to say that if you didn't get a chance to listen to it, you can find it on livingwordoakharbor.com under um, media. You can also find it under um, Eden um, and you'll see the recording there. So you can tune in yourself, even though we'll reference it a little bit here and there, a couple different things. But we are talking about the fact that so um, when I shared with Shirley what we are um, focusing on this year, which is be intentional, be transformed. Um, she first was going to talk about the heart um, and then got spurred on based on some stuff that she was seeing on Facebook um, about people being empowered by basically shutting people out of their lives that basically were taking them away from peace, essentially um, saying like, nope, you, 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 you know, whatever you are a toxic person or, oh, you make me feel this type of way or, or, oh, you know, whatever you're the posts you put on here, are just, oh, they just drive me crazy. And I'm just, I'm just empowering myself to say, no, I'm stepping away and walking away. And it spurred and stirred in Shirley, um, this idea of how in the name of Jesus, we are actually called to step toward messy people and not step away. And she really, as you were saying, Amy, um, she really talked about the difference between boundaries and walls that we put up, right? Do you say that? Would you yep. say that's a good synopsis? Okay. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I think the, the piece of scripture that she referenced most mm. often was in 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 12, verse 31, which is, and yet I will show you the most excellent way. Um, which is in, right before chapter 13, the big love chapter. Chapter yeah. love, yes. So just just um, and was using that to reference us looking to Jesus for the best way to love those around us. Um, so yes, and the I, I loved her um, her perspective on the walls versus the boundaries. I think that it's an awesome visual um, that she gave us in walls being something that can block that flow of love that can flow between us and other individuals. And that, you know, we, we put those walls up for so many different reasons. Um, mm -hmm. It could be a, yeah. a specific experience we had with that person. And so we're like, boop, wall up, I'm not doing this. Or yeah. maybe it's past trauma um, experiences that we've had in the past. Maybe there's something about that person that reminds us of somebody that we have had negative experiences with in our life. And so we're like, oh, ah. And so walls go up and how that's different than having healthy boundaries in what we allow in our lives and that boundaries, um, you know, they, they allow that love to flow back and forth. It's like, I'm getting a mental picture of like mm. boundaries between like friendly countries or in between states. If there was a wall in between, you know, Washington and Oregon, like, you know, there's not going to be that easy flow back and forth, but there's not. So it's literally just an invisible line, which allows us to go back and forth freely, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of- There's a boundary picture. there that says, you are now entering Oregon. Right. You are now entering Washington. Yeah. <laughs> but we can freely move back and forth across sure. that with, with no problem. And so that's kind of like the visual I got of that love, you know, hitting mm -hmm. a, a hard wall and not being able to move through that when we put mm -hmm. those up. Um, but with healthy boundaries and being able to be reciprocated, um, mm -hmm. I think the the hard part is figuring out 
how to do that sometimes mm-hmm. and yeah. what that what that looks like mm-hmm. yep. it, it is and she shared some really powerful stories about how she was able to do that and yeah. I was like wow right I literally wrote in my notes like yeah but you're Shirley and I'm Shannon <laughs> I don't know <laughs> um again if you knew Shirley you'd know exactly what I meant by that but I do think that even even under even learning how to recognize the difference it's all part of our developmental process mm-hmm. our spiritual our emotional mm-hmm. our just our developmental process in general as we as we move toward and continue to walk out our relationship with Jesus and mm-hmm. you know allow him so that we can be transformed day by day by day so that we do look more like him that we walk in the way of Jesus but that is a process. And I do believe that that is a process that God um, is all about. He is totally for that. We've talked about this before on this mm-hmm. podcast. He grows trees. He grow, you know, he grew a garden. He doesn't just go, bop, you know, I mean, he could because he's God, but mm-hmm. you know, he, he allows things to grow and blossom and take root and uh, go through their due process in due time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, that's something that needs to be kind of brought on board for sure. Don't you think, Game? Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, that that process is is a big part of this because I think that the overall premise of um us being very aware of when we're putting those walls up is so valuable because um we I think that it's just a a great way for us to kind of take our temperature sometimes when we find ourselves in those situations that are um maybe there's turmoil there in how we're engaging with somebody or in just a relationship in general, we're like, ah, this just feels not great. Right. And being able to explore that and ask ourselves, like, have I put up walls in this relationship? If I have, why, what, Mm -hmm. what is, what is behind that, that um, has caused me to put these walls up? What would it look like if I let that wall down? If I did, what type of boundaries would I need to have in place? Um, I think that there's a lot of internal exploration that would happen for us in that, which could be very positive, challenging, of course, but could open us up to um, just really some internal reflection on how we are functioning in, in certain relationships, which is not Mm -hmm. easy to do. Um, and it's not something that we do overnight. This isn't like, I wish that I could say that we could have this conversation and be like, yeah, I'm definitely putting walls up, but I'm going to stop doing that now and just have really healthy boundaries. That would be ideal. That would be fantastic. But we're, we're not going to be able to do that where that's unrealistic of us to put those expectations on ourselves. We can look at a relationship and say, I want this to be better. I want to be able to change how we are doing this. I want this to be healthier mm-hmm. with the understanding that it will take time. It will take time to do that because yeah. it's not just a snap of our fingers type of right. thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I like just that that little tool of being able to open myself up in that way and ask myself that question because Lord knows there have been relationships in my life where there were absolute walls, absolute walls, 
that I put up around myself just out of fear, out of uncertainty, um, not wanting to, to kind of um, talk about one of the questions that, that Shirley had asked, which was, are you going to risk heartbreak and open your heart up to the possibility of loving people the way that God loves you? Sometimes the answer to that was no, I'm not willing to risk heartbreak. Mm-hmm. I was too fearful. I was too scared. So mm-hmm. I, I just, boop, okay, well, it's nice and cozy in here. <laughs> it's my yeah. little fortress, my little fortress yeah. that I, which I think she kind of referred to, like she had built a fortress around herself and she was good and comfy mm-hmm. there, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that many of us, if not all of us can relate to that mm-hmm. and be like, oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've done that. I've yeah. been there. I've built that fortress mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I do think there's a component there where I almost feel like the Lord, the heavenly father, our heavenly father is kind of like, would almost want to say to us like, oh, please let me do, let me do that. Like, let me protect and guard your heart. Because I do think if we're wandering around all the time with like this, you know, wall around our heart, um, because like you said, I mean, love can't flow out and we can't receive either. Um, And it's weird because I, I almost feel like there's two different kinds of walls in that situation. Like, like in this, what I'm talking about there, it's almost like, you know, we're closed. It, it's less of a wall in my mind and my mind's eye and the, and the image that I get, it's, it's less of a wall and it's more just being closed off. But I think it's the same kind of concept mm-hmm. where, and then, and then, and then there are other circumstances where like, okay, yeah, walls do go up between like me and some kind of specific person, but say your belief, cause she talked about beliefs too. She literally said beliefs yield action. So if I believe that my heart, no matter what is not safe and must stay protected because it's so tender and I've been hurt enough that I, I will not be open to people around me. I will not be open to share the love that I have inside of me. And I will not be open to receive the love that is coming from me outside in either. That is me being fully closed off based on a belief that I have about Mm -hmm. myself. Um, And I feel like I've, I've definitely been like that in the past where I've been just kind of like, oh, this doesn't like it, whether I'm looking to the left or to the right or wherever I'll be like, ah, I'm not safe. I'm going to protect my heart. Um, which I, I have seen, and I feel like the Lord has challenged me in, and he's like, hey, I need you to stop doing it. And that's kind of why I feel like I have this kind of imagery and this language, because I've been through that process where the Lord has been like, you are doing this work that actually I really want to do for you. I'm your dad, right? Like, he's like, I'm your dad. I'm here to protect you. You can trust me. You mm-hmm. can trust that I am working all around you, protecting you, guarding you. Um, and I can kind of put down that and start to believe that like, kind of like the question was like, am I willing willing to risk heartbreak? Like how he would tell, yes, I'm probably going to still engage in some heartbreak, but um, that is few and far between. And he will be present with me in the midst of that. Mm -hmm. So maybe I can risk saying, yes, Mm -hmm. I will. But you're right. It's, I mean, again, that's, it's such a process. And I also think that something could happen maybe to me today where I would shut back down again, I guess. I don't know. I sure hope not, but I hope not too. I I suppose it's possible. No, I think, I think you're 100% right. Like, I think that we all as the fragile human beings that we are, and you know, like our hearts are amazing things, but they are very delicate. And so it can, it can take just one thing that just 
confirms a fear that we have or confirms a belief that we have about somebody else or about yes, ourselves. And yes. then we're just like, boop, I'm done. I am going to just protect myself with everything that I have um, so that I mm. don't have to keep feeling this and I don't risk somebody else or this person making me feel this way again. Mm-hmm. So I'm mm. just going to shut off from that. I think mm-hmm. that we can totally. all relate to that on different levels and different scenarios where we have experienced that. And that wall feels very comforting, protecting us from that. But like you referenced, Shan, it also cuts us off from receiving love from anybody and from giving it to other people. And we might be trying to protect ourselves from one person, but maybe that's blocking us from other, from other people that we should be loving because I mean, a wall's hard to, it's hard to put that around ourselves, but then be able to connect with other people. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't, it's almost like it doesn't know the difference, right? Like it's Mm -hmm. not, it's not an intelligent component. Like it's something that is like, okay, well, this is what I'm designed to do to block. And I'm not going to be like, oh, block, block, block. Oh, stop blocking. Stop blocking. Oh, block, block. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's not like we have like filters where we can filter things out in that. Like, I feel like Mm -hmm. it's, we don't, we don't work that way as human beings. So um, yeah, it's, it's very easy to see how we could live in that space of not being able to show the love of Jesus because we've just shut ourselves off from people. And um, that's, that's not bringing them any closer to Christ. Mm -hmm. If, if we're responding that way, I don't think that it's helping us in any way. I mean, we, it probably feels like it's helpful. Like it, it's serving a purpose for us in that moment. But in the grand scheme of things, in the big picture, there's not healing happening there. Um, you know, one of, the, one of the things that Shirley had mentioned was that relationships are able to heal through Jesus. You know, like I'm not going to say that's every relationship because I think that sometimes relationships don't heal. Um, for whatever reason that may be, but when we allow for it, mm-hmm. we have to be co-laborers in it. That's why we right. have free will. Yeah. get to choose. Yes. But through that relationships can heal. I've experienced that myself with literally the most difficult relationship. And I'm not just talking romantic relationship. I'm just talking relationship in period with another human being with a human mm-hmm. that I've ever had that I literally thought there was no hope for and nothing was ever going to improve. And it was just going to be miserable forever. But through letting that wall down myself, I, Jesus was able to heal me. I have no idea if he did healing in this other person or not. Mm-hmm. not my story, not really my business. What I do know is he healed me and it mm-hmm. changed my ability to engage with that person more lovingly, mm-hmm. which then changed what that relationship looked like. Um, mm-hmm. And so here, here's where I'm going to kind of like take a left turn um, and 
come at this from kind of a different perspective um, because speaking to that relationship, I am so grateful for the work that the Lord did in me. And one of the things that he taught me in that was that I had to trust him. I had to trust handing over my son to this relationship. This is with my ex-husband. Um, I had to trust that the relationship that Drew and his father would have was in God's hands. And when I was able to do that through the love of Jesus, it changed everything for me. I was able to engage with Drew's father in a completely different way. I was able to start praying for him. You know, I was able to, even in frustrating conversations, to be kind to him. Um, and it, it changed things drastically for me. And I could never explain how grateful I am that that happened. However, this is where things are, my perspective is a little bit different. He is not a person that I can have actively in my life. I can't have a friendship with him because he's a very toxic person. And it was, it's very unhealthy for me. Even though I have very strong boundaries, like I said, the wall is gone, but I have very strong boundaries with him. I cannot engage in relationship with him outside of discussing things regarding our son because it does not work for me. It is frustrating in a way that I can't even put words to. Um, it causes me physic to feel physically ill. Um, and so I 100% agree that we have to be aware of, are we putting up walls or are we putting up healthy boundaries? But I think there are some situations where we cannot keep a certain person in our life, even though, yes, I think that we are called to continue to love him, love those people. And I am doing my best to love him from afar. And like I said, to pray for him, to be kind to him, never uttered a negative word about him to our child, because that is not loving. Like those are the ways that I am trying to love him, but I cannot engage in a friendship or any type of relationship with him because of that. And so I think that that's another perspective that we, we have to honor also in recognizing it's amazing what Shirley has been able to do like hashtag goals to get to a place where we could fully engage in loving somebody that is very very difficult in that way and I appreciate what she has been able to do and how she's able to do it and it's like gosh I hope I can get to a place someday where you know I could really truly fully love in that way um, but I think that there are situations where it's not going to be good for us there I think are people that um, God through the Holy Spirit tells us I need you to keep some distance from this person because they will not be good for you um, and maybe that's just right now maybe that's just currently that's why we have to I was going to say that I I was going to sorry I don't I mean to interrupt but I I was going to say that because I do feel like like at the onset of this process for you it was appropriate for you to put up a wall yeah. for a time absolutely, because of what was going on and how it was. And that was part of your process. And yes, mm -hmm. you were willing to sit and wait and watch. And maybe you weren't actively at first. Maybe you're just like walls up, 
I'm Indeed. so happy the wall is up, going to be doing yeah. it right. Like, but then you were willing to, you know, you continued to keep your heart before the Lord and the Lord, like you said, like sit and wait and watch, but the Lord did a work in you mm-hmm. that was like, okay, now maybe it's okay. And it, and it feels okay in time to bring that wall down mm-hmm. and put up the boundaries. And like you said, like, yeah, maybe even just for a time, because I do feel like we we still need to trust the Holy spirit in us Mm -hmm. and how he might be moving and working. And even in that, we still need to be asking the question, is this really you asking me to keep this distance or this space? Is this a, what is this about? Is this about something in me? And it could be something about something in you that he wants to heal, that the Lord wants to heal so that you can step in, or it could be about something that he wants to heal and the other person so that it's now time to step in or both. Right. Mm -hmm. 100%, 100%. And I think that's why like kind of circling back around to that wall versus boundary thing that we, as part of our process, we need to be constantly being willing to continue to grow, to continue to reassess and not just say, oh, I I had one bad experience with that person. So now I'm done with them forever. You know, because like you were just saying, we change, they change you know, and so that's where that healthy boundary comes in of right now, my entire being and part of that being the Holy Spirit that it indwells within us is saying, this is not a good time for me to have this person in my life. But we don't know what the future holds for that. However long down the road, we could come back into contact with that person. And if we are keeping those healthy boundaries, instead of having a wallet, maybe we'll be like, well, that was totally different than it was in the past. Okay, well, I need to be observant of this. I need to see what this looks like. Maybe there's been growth on one or both sides that now allow us to engage in relationship differently. Yeah. But I do think that we need to listen to that and um, and just honor if we do feel like the Holy Spirit is telling us that honor that, but yeah. also keep an open mind and open heart about yeah. how we're going to go through that process. Yeah. And do your work in it. I, I feel like I also really want to stress that we are busy and very distracted humans. We, whether, even if we're like really intentional about not being distracted, like our awareness level, um, unless we are intentional about it, it's actually very low. Absolutely. So we can be moving and functioning out of feeling and and miss hear it feel it whatever and mm-hmm. call it the holy spirit that can happen yep um you know that's possible i the work i i am suggesting is you know you've got to get quiet before the lord and you've got to do it consistently mm-hmm. um it it long i mean you know allow yourself long stretches um pray without ceasing you know going into these places and spaces that are like what do you want me to see? What do you want me to do here? Because I'm just saying that we, we can really get in the way. Oh, absolutely. Our thoughts can get in the way. Our feelings can get in the way, all, all types of things. So, you know, we are saying like, Hey, there might be times when it does kind of feel and look like this, but we are also saying check, check and recheck and how we check, check and recheck is we're quiet. We spend that time before the Lord. We're in prayer, constant prayer over it you know, journals, but you don't have to journal, but that does kind of help, help things kind of come to the surface. We, again, we can get in the way, our own thoughts can get in the way 
Um, and it can feel, we can get very indulgent. It can feel just really good to be like, I've made this decision and this is where I'm at and I'm gonna stay there. Um, and you can almost feel empowered by it and it can feel really good and comfortable and whatever, but you know, but going back and checking and rechecking and just asking him and be, making sure that we're not, you know, guarding our heart in an unhealthy way, mm -hmm. you know? Anyway, I just feel like it's so hard because this topic is so, so good, but it's so full of both and. Yeah. I don't know that it is too, you know, one side of a coin versus another side of a coin. I just yeah. don't. I just think it's complex. And that it's complex because it's relationship. It's all about relationship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we are here for relationship. Like we are here to engage and interact with one another. It's the only way that we are able to show the love of Christ and receive the love of Christ. And in that we are transformed and we are challenged and, you know, things get pruned off of us and things get, you know, planted in us. It's so many things, but it all happens because of relationship. Yeah, um, absolutely. And that's and why it's so complex. Yeah. And one of the, the questions that Shirley had posed is, you know, is there someone who came to your mind or that you thought of that, maybe God has been asking you to love better, basically, you know? And, and I think that we all can find ourselves in that space where we have almost like used it, used it as a cop-out or whatever of like, oh yeah, it, this, that's just difficult. So I am just whatever done with you, right? Like I'm not going to engage in that way. But I think that that also gives us opportunity to, sit before the Lord and, and really like, is, is he maybe calling me? Like, did he bring this person to my mind because he's actually wanting the opposite and he's wanting me to maybe explore this a little bit. Um, maybe see what do some of that internal exploration of like, why has this been so difficult? Like what, what type of thoughts do I have swirling through my mind about this person? Have those kind of like just spiraled farther from the truth of what that situation was or anything like that, you know, like, and being able there to, there it is. Yeah. Cause it's so freaking powerful. What story are you telling yourself? And how about when we do this, when we're like, and then I'll say, and then they'll say, and then they will say, and then I will say this. I mean, how many, I wish I could see some raised hands out there. Like who has fights in your head with people? Me. I do. Okay. If there Maybe that any... makes me so small and shallow, but no, because I, what no. I was just going to say was if there is a single person out there that is saying, I've never done that. You're lying. You're yeah, lying you're lying. Yourself. You're lying to yourself, liar. my friend, <laughs> <laughs> because we know we've all done it. Whether it's, it's been like, if this ever happens, this is how it's going to go or replaying something that's already happened and how you would have done it differently and what totally. you would have said, you know? So like yeah. Yeah, that, that narrative is super, super powerful. So I think that if, when Shirley posed that question of, is there somebody that came to your mind? Um, maybe, maybe allow for a little bit more exploration in that um, and really go before the Lord with that one. Because if somebody popped into your mind immediately, I don't think it was an accident. So um, yeah, and that just, this all just goes back to, Shan, what you were just referring to, what makes this all so difficult is it's all relationship. It's all human being to human being. And we are, we're broken and we're sinful and none of us are ever going to nail it all the time. Like it's just mm -hmm. not going to happen. Um, mm -hmm. so I think that putting ourselves in 
these um, positions to surrender some of these things to the Lord. Um, she asked if we'd be willing to surrender to God our fear of being hurt. That's hard. That's hard. And I think that most of us would say, heck no. no. <laughs> oh, don't, I trust him. No. I, I trust him with that. Yeah. But I also Ooh. need to protect myself. Yeah. You know, like sure. that, that is a really, um, I think yeah. that, that most of us could probably say we want to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. We would yeah. love and to that's be a great able prayer to right there. hear that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but actually, just help me, mm-hmm. actually help doing me it do is this. Really, really hard. Or the other thing I think that comes along with that is there's certain relationships and certain situations where we do feel, feel we are able to do that mm-hmm. and we can surrender that to us because he's worked on us enough in that that we are able to but then there are other ones that we're like oh but not that one that one I'm not willing to do it and what that tells right. me is God's still working on that one because mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. think that I mean he is a good and gracious father and he knows us well enough to know that we would not and this is just my like I'm speaking from personal experience here so if any of y'all feel any different about this like more power to you. And I, I love that for you, but I could not l- surrender all of my fear of being hurt in every situation. I just don't think I have that ability to do that. Could I slowly work on that? Absolutely. But I don't think that just kind of like the, the wall thing of just being like, Oh, walls down. Cool. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's a process for this too. When we start surrendering our fear of being hurt to God, it's a process. And we have to allow him to work in that so that we can continue to move forward in it. Yeah, totally. Um, it's interesting because like I told you, Shirley originally had a whole different topic. And then she, I think it was the week before, or maybe the week of, no, it was the week before. Hey, can I come in and talk to you? And I was like, sure. So she came into the office and then she we sat down and she told me that she was going to do this. And I just will tell you that my heart did sink because, you know, talking about just the question of like, um, who's the first person that came to your mind, um, in regard to this, first of all, I feel like the Lord had been really working in my heart in this area anyway. And when she brought it up, I was like, oh gosh, like, I just thought, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear a message from you about this this is going to leave a mark kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I definitely had been, I feel like the Lord had really been challenging me and, and it looks a little bit different. He had been challenging me in the areas of sort of withholding. Um, like um, I'll engage with you person, whoever pick a person this much, but no farther than that, even though like, I don't know, I, could bless you in this type of way or what I mean there was just something going on with me that was self-protection um self-preservation um yeah and one area and it's funny because it was before she even asked the questions one area where I was really being challenged with it was in the area of my mother-in-law so when she asked is there someone who came to your mind I definitely was like well the Lord I brought her to my mind in this whole scenario up and his heart had already been kind of challenging me before I knew Shirley was going to even go, go there. Um, and it was her. And I, it's so funny how, how it all unfolded and how even just hearing Shirley and kind of feeling like we're all sort of being challenged in this way did actually give me a little bolstering to, to take a step toward 
um, my mother-in-law, even though I will say, so it was all around, it's been all around like activities of my kiddos. I have two kiddos. One is in college, as most of you know, one of them is a senior in high school. Anyway, the one in college had like a dance performance and I was like trying to figure out like if I was willing to share space in that performance with my mother-in-law, even though I knew it'd be great because then I'd be driving, it was down in Seattle. I'd be driving her down to Seattle and I'm sure that would be such a blessing and da, da, da. Anyway, I drug my feet for so long that she kind of created her own plans. And then um, there was another scenario with my son where I was like, I really feel like we should include her, but this is risky. Um, it's risky for me to include her in this. It was a, it was a senior thing. Um, because it felt vulnerable to me and it felt like, I'm not sure if I want to share this moment sort of. Right. So there I was with doing all this withholding, um, and based on, you know, kind of talking with Shirley that day and stepping into it with, with everybody, you know, being challenged in this with everybody, I was able to say yes. And it felt so good. Yes. To both things. We ended up driving her down on Saturday and she got to see the performance. Then we drove her back home and, um, and then um, even though my son's thing got postponed, we included her in it. Anyway, this was, so the whole answer is what's, what's the first thing you'll do? These were the things that I did in order to step toward this sort of um, thing that the Lord was asking me to engage in mm. um, with this person that he loves so much. And she's, she's not a horrible person. There's nothing horrible, but she makes me feel some types of ways at times. And I get all triggered and I get all just, I don't even know. Protection, and I definitely want to just protect, 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 withdraw, withdraw, protect, protect, retreat, retreat, <laughs> all the things, especially when it comes to like really tender moments when I'm engaging. But of course, of course, those things are amazing to her and they're life giving to her and they, and inviting her in is, is, I mean, that's, it's huge, right? Anyway, so I'm rotting myself out big time and just saying like, here's what it all was about and for me and this is what it looked like. And this isn't a toxic person. There's any, you know, there's nothing about her that's bad, but it still is a challenge. And I'm sure I'll come to this crossroads again because I'm just difficult like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's a really great example of you putting up walls between you and her and being able to recognize that and say, I need to work on this. And, mm -hmm. and maybe there are certain situations where you do have to set boundaries because for whatever reason, it's something that is very important for the four of you, your nuclear family of McLeods to do just the four of you, you know, sure. and, and that's not a bad thing because sometimes it does need to be that way, but your ability to recognize like, yeah, I see what I was doing there. I think that's exactly mm -hmm. what Shirley was speaking to of, mm -hmm. are we doing this in situations where what we really could be doing is loving that person really well and mm -hmm. fully. And even if it's uncomfortable for us in certain ways, mm -hmm. because of our own junk that we have going on, mm -hmm. um, this is a really great way to walk out what Jesus calls us to do. So yeah. that's pretty awesome. I mean, that was a, a perfect example of how, how that could look. That's not the only way that it looks, but it's a really great real world example of anyway, one of the sure. ways that that yeah. can can play out and mm -hmm. for us to you gave yourself the space to kind of process through that and say what is going on with me right now what is bringing this all up for me and just realizing like yeah I'm protecting myself 
probably more than what I need to be doing. Sure. So let's make an adjustment. Right. Good mm -hmm. job, Shan. Hey, thanks. Look at you. I love it. It did feel it. good, but I can also just see how it was not easy to just do it. It's like, I don't know, yeah. my will, it wasn't like my willingness was fully on board just for everybody else out there who's going to walk through this or is walking through it or has walked yeah. through it. Like that's, I feel like that's kind of normal. Like, mm -hmm. like I just still felt a little like, I don't know, <laughs> you know, anyway. Well, um, you know, just going to toss it out there that growth is generally not very comfortable. Yeah, totally. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it it generally uh doesn't feel really great to to do that um and and just to kind of like I don't want to overlook anybody that may be in a position that maybe it's very similar to what you were just explaining Shan but the difference being that the person on the other end is toxic maybe they are verbally abusive maybe because I, like, I mean who knows like what it, that could look like a million different things but mm -hmm. the bottom line is is that person in engaging with them there's like damage that is being done to us whether that's emotionally whether it's other relationships that we have because of this person they i i can fully recognize they need jesus but I think that where I, I struggle in this very specific aspect is at what point are we then sacrificing ourselves, our own emotional and mental well-being to continue gauging, engaging in a relationship that is horrible for us because we want to walk out the love of Jesus. And I think that that is something that really needs to be considered because Sometimes those boundaries we have to set and we can still be kind to that person, but not have them in our life because in doing so, it's just chaos. It's just, it destroys us because it can happen. And again, that, you know, it can go back to that thing of that doesn't mean that necessarily it'll always be that way, but I think there are certain times when having that relationship continue is doing far more damage than it is doing good for either person. Mm -hmm. And there's work there that Jesus needs to do before that could be something that we can engage in. Mm -hmm. And I think that we have to recognize that because I just, I mean, I know as a, as a therapist, if I had somebody in my office telling me that they have a friend or whatever, that is like the relationship is so beyond toxic for whatever reason that may be, I would not be able to tell that person, well, you need to just keep engaging with them and showing them the love of Jesus. As much as I know that how powerful the love of Jesus is, maybe they're not the person to be doing that right now. Maybe there's somebody else that's better suited to be able to do that for that person. I don't know, but there is a level of recognizing, is this healthy for me? And I think that that's important to, to just put out there as well. Yeah. So, but I, I mean, I surely had so many good things to say, you know, like mm -hmm. just so many nuggets of wisdom. Um, just you can 
I would, like I said, I wasn't even there in person, but just in her voice, you can hear her love for the Lord. You can hear Mm -hmm. her passion for loving other people. And Mm -hmm. I appreciate her vulnerability. Um, I know that she's going to be our next guest when it comes uh, for our storytelling series. Um, So y'all will get to hear in more detail some of the stories that, you know, that she referred to. Um, So that's super exciting. Yeah. um, Like you can just feel it oozing out of her that she just loves the Lord so much. And Mm -hmm. that is so encouraging to me. And, and I just pray that as I continue down my walk with the Lord, that I can keep growing in that way and finding that passion and that just all consuming love for him that it's very obvious that, that she has. And, um, so that was, that was just a blessing to be able to experience that and to hear that even in unspoken words, but just like the vibe, even through the Mm -hmm. audio recording, Mm -hmm. you know, like you can Mm -hmm. just, you can just feel it. So, um, I, I really appreciate that. And I appreciate her and just the wisdom that she brings yeah, she's pretty amazing. It's so funny because you did say retired, but she is like, it's so funny to see what she's doing in her quote unquote retirement. You know, <laughs> yeah. she meets with, it's just hilarious. Like she meets with our staff. She meets with Life Church's staff. She, Isn't she part of Compassion she, First? Part of Compassion First. She yeah. speaks, she writes, she's all over the place. It's just so crazy. To be retired like, in quotes. Yeah, like, quotes, yeah. Okay, you might not be practicing, you know, therapy anymore, but I, I think you're right. I don't think she's actually, <laughs> we wouldn't call that retirement. She's a busy lady. Yeah. Keeps her young. Sure. <laughs> yep, it does, it does. Yeah. She's a blessing for sure. Absolutely. And I'm really excited to get to um, hear her share her story with everybody. I know. Sure that it will be amazing and wonderful yeah. and super stoked yeah yeah so that's, that's very exciting mm-hmm. okay so let's just touch on our uh upcoming announcements for things we have going on before we yeah. wrap this show up uh eden speaks our next episode which as we discussed surely will be here to share her story with us so that will be available to listen to on february 11th so be watching for that. Uh, then we also have our Eden Connect groups, which started this week. So mm-hmm. those are meeting on Wednesday morning and Wednesday night. Uh, so you could still sign up for those if you wanted to jump in on that. So you can do that on the website. And then last but not least, we have our February gathering on February 18th at 6.30 for our annual Let's Talk About Sex, Baby. So we're yes. going to do some sex talks and share a do it. theme of uh, sharing stories. So that will mm-hmm. be um, live in person. That will not be recorded, y'all. So if mm-hmm. you want to, you want to catch that, it, you must be in the room. Got Good to be in point. person. So yep. um, again, February eighteenth, six thirty, annual sex talk that we do every February right around Valentine's. Every day. February, what we do, it's what we do. Thank so, you. Uh, I think that's it. So, Shan, mm-hmm. would you do the honor of praying this out? I sure will. Okay. Heavenly Father, we just praise you for your love. We praise you for the way you care for us. And we praise you for the way you draw us into one another's lives and challenge us to step into one another's lives. Um, We want to say yes to you. We want to say yes to you and want to say yes to all the people that are all around us and be, you know, in a posture 
of saying like, hey, this person is around me. I trust that they're supposed to be around me. And that's how, um, that's, you know, your intention um, to do good work there. We believe that that is true. Um, we have a lot of blockers and a lot of things that go through our minds, um, fears and doubts and narratives we write and all the different kind of things and get confused between boundaries and walls. And we just need you. We need you to help us sort it all out. We need you to help make us brave. We need you to help us continue to say yes to you because it's not always super easy. Even when we think we are saying yes to you in all the ways, shapes and forms, I know there are parts of us that are guarded and protected that live deep, deep inside. And we also know, Father, that you are going after those parts of us and that we can trust you. You are awesome. We love you. We love you for this message. We love you for just the words um, of, that we are getting to share here together um, on this podcast. And as we have discussions around all of this and this topic and um, just in Eden in general, we just love you and appreciate just for you spurring us forward um, into relationship with one another and growth from that. You are growing us in the midst of that. And we thank you, Jesus. We love you so much. We lay all these things at your feet. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.